This is the renamed Quarter Hour Podcast. It's um, 20 to 6. Um, that's for the ESL students. It's uh, 5.41 a.m. Arabian Standard Time. I have some recordings from yesterday already. This is uh, Omar WJ coming to, coming to you from two hours west of Kuwait and an hour south of Iraq. Um, I would go to the border to go sightseeing, but um, I am afraid of landmines. Here is where they um, preposition troops for Desert Shield and Desert Storm. Um, there was, I saw a picture on Wikipedia um, that was um, a generation ago already. I will um, play my recordings as they are in my uh, recorder file. This is AP News. Um, U.S. uh, COVID-19 infections are averaging 100 a day. 100,000 a day. It's by Terry Spencer. Um, It's returning to a milestone last seen during the winter surge. And another bleak reminder of how quickly the Delta variant has spread through the country. Health officials fear that cases, hospitalizations, and deaths will continue to soar if more Americans don't embrace the COVID-19 vaccine. 50% of American residents are fully vaccinated and more than 70% of adults have had one shot. Our models show that if we don't vaccinate people, we could get up to several hundred thousand cases a day, similar to our surge in early January, says uh, Rochelle Walensky from the CDC. She said that on CNN. It's the U.S. about nine months to cross the 100,000 average case number in November before peaking at about 250,000 in January. Cases bottomed out in June, averaging about 11,000 per day. Six weeks later, the number is 107,143. Hospitalizations and deaths are also increasing rapidly. The seven-day average for deaths also increased. Deaths peaked at 3,500 per day in January. Deaths usually lag behind hospitalizations as the disease normally takes a few weeks to kill. The situation is particularly dire in the South, which has some of the lowest vaccination rates in the U.S. So I heard this that, like, uh, um, the governor of uh, Florida and the governor of um, Texas positioning themselves for running in 2024 for president and they want to be seen as um, anti-vaccination um running for re-election next year and eyeing a 2024 republican presidential bid he and joe biden 
Our Governor Ron DeSantis from Florida have verbally sparred in recent days. DeSantis has accused the Democratic president of, of wanting to steal Floridians' freedoms. Well, Biden has said DeSantis should get out of the way. In some parts of the U.S., hospitals are scrambling to find beds for patients. Houston officials said some patients were being transferred out of the city, one as far as North Dakota. Uh, in Missouri, 30 ambulances and more than 60 medical personnel will be stationed across the, st across the state to help transport COVID-19 patients to other regions. If nearby hospitals are too full to admit them, Republican Governor Mike Carson announced Friday. Well, I hope they are all patting themselves on the back for... Uh, um, not wanting to govern, not not wanting to do their job. The preamble for the Constitution is, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, um, provide justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and um, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and ensure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our prosperity to ordain and establish this constitution for everybody in the United States. Um, it's just pathetic. Um, if you're interested in that, um, you can look up the constitution on the internet. Um, when you uh, get elected to office, you take... Um, you say that you're going to support the Constitution, I believe. I just know about oaths for the armed forces and the merchant marine. Um, if you, um, what is it? If you take the job, you're supposed to do the job. Bennett Cohen and uh, Jerry Greenfield are... Uh the Ben and Jerry's ice cream guys, and they uh, turned over their company to Unilever in, um, 21 years ago. But they uh, have a unique um, governance structure that retained the company's independent board of directors responsible for protecting the company's brand and pursuing ESG efforts. Um, what is ESG? ESG is environmental social and uh, government um, and um, you can that was from Forbes and you can look that up if you're interested I don't think the average um, my average listener is really interested so um, I will not play that eight minute recording nine helicopters have been getting closer to major towns and cities. On the ground, this is what the business of fighting fires looks like. Holding back the inevitability of Mother Nature's fury is dangerous and exhausting work. Right now, it's an end... They're trying to hose down what hasn't been burned. Um, they're afraid 
that uh, Athens could be overcome by uh, flames. It is a scene that Filipinos had hoped would not be repeated. But border controls are enforced for a second time little more than a year around the Philippines Economic Center in Manila. And people are being told to stay home for at least two weeks. There is no country that has addressed the Delta surge uh, without going through a rigorous lockdown. And the problem with most of the other countries, particularly our Asian neighbors and ASEAN neighbors, is that by the time that they lock down, the numbers are too high. COVID-19 cases have been on a steady rise in the country, with numbers on Friday more than 10,600 not seen since the third wave of the virus in April. The government says imposing another hard lockdown on the Philippines' capital, Metro Manila, was a painful decision to make, but a necessary one in order to prevent an uncontrollable surge of COVID-19 cases, especially as the threat of the Delta variant looms. The pain is shared by more than 13 million of the city's residents who aren't only at risk of contracting the virus, but suffering further from the economic downturn. Fesa Duco couldn't sell food on the streets like she used to. And her husband has lost his job twice during the pandemic. The government has pledged to give $20 to every person affected by the crisis and up to $80 to each family. But Sudoku says that's not enough. Look, if a member of your household regularly takes medicine, how can $80 be enough? It's not enough to cover both medicine and food. It's this sentiment that drove thousands of people to vaccination sites a day before the new orders came into effect. Once again, I'm Ali Velshi in for Brian Williams. Day 199 of the Biden administration. As the Delta variant races through all 50 states, driving new case numbers upward, the president is signaling a possible shift to a much more aggressive campaign to stop the surge. I put in place new incentives and requirements to encourage vaccinations. There will be more to come in the days ahead. America can beat the Delta variant just as we beat the original COVID-19. Florida is now the undisputed epicenter of this latest outbreak. Today, nearly 23,000 new COVID cases were recorded in the state, the highest single-day case count since the pandemic began last year. Dr. Anthony Fauci says Florida now accounts for a significant portion of the new cases across the country. Florida itself is about 20% of the infection, so... That is really not acceptable. That We shouldn't be looking at that right now, given the fact that we have highly effective vaccines that are safe. Today, Florida's Republican governor was asked about the case surge in his state. You have some politicians that say, I am going to eliminate the virus. I will defeat it. Unfortunately, government can't just end it. So we knew this is something that's gonna, that, that you're going to have to live with. Something you're going to have to live with. There was some progress reported today by the White House. The nation has passed an important new milestone. 50% of all Americans are now fully vaccinated, and another major corporation has joined the list of those issuing vaccine mandates for employees. United Airlines is requiring its 67,000 U.S. employees to be vaccinated by this fall. It's the first major airline to take this step. 
Amazon says all workers at its U.S. warehouses will be required to wear masks on the job starting Monday. New Jersey's governor is ordering all students, teachers, staff members, and visitors to wear masks inside of schools once classes begin next month. And a judge in Arkansas today temporarily blocked the state from enforcing its ban on mask mandates. That ruling came after lawmakers had adjourned a special session called by the Arkansas Republican governor. He wanted them to consider rolling back the ban for some schools as COVID cases continue to climb in that state. And then there's this weekend's big event in South Dakota, the popular Sturgis rally. It's a motorcycle rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. It's expected to draw close to one million motorcyclists. Health experts worry the event could make the current Delta outbreak even more severe, especially once those at the rally head back to their home state. Where are we now? We've got the administration uh, pushing a more aggressive uh, agenda to get uh, the, the, the vaccine out there. We've got people like Ron DeSantis pushing back. Uh, and we've got a Delta variant that continues to spread across this country at great speed. Look, the efforts for vaccination must continue. We need to even accelerate as much as possible, mandate whatever we can do. But that's not going Okay, well... Um... Looks like we're all fucked. Excuse me for my French. And start frying some eggs. But something's off. You don't smell the earthy aroma of coffee or the buttery eggs. Instead, you smell cigarette smoke. Sewage. Imagine this. You wake up in the morning. Pour yourself a hot cup of coffee. Start frying some eggs. But something's off. You don't smell the earthy aroma of coffee or the buttery eggs. Instead, you smell cigarette smoke, sewage, or rotting garbage. People who've gotten COVID-19 haven't just been losing their sense of smell and taste. A subset of them have been smelling and tasting the wrong things. Like, really, really wrong. Even after they recover from the virus. All eat tastes rotten. Everything kind of started smelling the same with the scent of rotting garbage. It's like rotten feces. Rotting flesh. Rotten flesh. A gasoline taste smells like something burning and rotten all at the same time. Coffee smells like sewage. And for some people, the distorted smells aren't going away. You know, doctors have said there's a chance that this might never come back. It's known as the COVID smell, or as scientists call it, parosmia, a condition that distorts your sense of smell. One international study suggests it could be affecting about 7% of COVID survivors. Other studies have even higher estimates. What this means is parosmia could be affecting millions of people around the world. Hi, I'm Yara, and I know, this is a show that has to do with how... Parosmia is spelled P-A-R-O-S-I-M-I-A, I I believe. I just uh, deleted it without reading it. And for my South African listeners, this is uh, from Vice News. In recent weeks, South Africa has seen some of the worst violence since the apartheid era. Killed by inequality, the pandemic, and the arrest of a former president. Protests and looting erupted across the we apply for jobs, they don't give us jobs. We try and go to offices, we try and strike and nothing. Over 330 people have died across South Africa after a week of violence. Don't waste your In a country where half the population 
Um, sorry, that's from Vice News. So if you want to hear the whole thing, you can tune in there. I will uh, play the other thing that I recorded. On the 9th of July, this started after Zuma got arrested. Sentenced to jail for refusing to stand trial on corruption charges. The protest descended into days of widespread riots and looting, with many motivated by hunger and unemployment over politics. Afrikaner once tell me about Djibouti that that was the future of South Africa um, I didn't correct him um, what I've seen on uh, Vice News doesn't look so good but Durban is a big place I know that um, this uh, one guy is going to England he's a white guy and the Vice News thing and his uh, storage unit was looted. And um, they didn't just steal, they uh, trashed the place, which is a mark of non professional thieves. Because I have been burglarized by professionals. And, um, and, um, amateurs, and the amateurs had a party, they, um, um, destroyed all my files that I had for engineering, I had kind of like the, um, informal library, or one of them, that was, um, from Texas A&M at Galveston. You see where I am here. Okay, so this is almost 19 minutes. Um, just a moment. Checking AP News. I'd like to know who won the marathon. Um, they have a picture of this uh, black athlete that's collapsed on um, on a on a runway. Felix exits stage with record 11th medal. Felix is a female runner from the USA. Good for her. American Gold Bonanza is Tokyo Olympics near end. I hate the way they, um, that outlook, you know, because the Olympic movement isn't supposed to be about that. Um, let's see. Um, Black September held those hostages in, um, um, whatever. I don't know where it was. Um, it was in the 70s, I think. Um, 
Hezbollah leader vows retaliation for future Israeli attacks. This is uh, AP News. Kulun the Gang co-founder Dennis Thomas dead at age 70. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire did um, a soundtrack for um, what's his name? Peebles. I can't remember his first name. He's a famous director. Um, there's a new movie out called Reservation Dogs. Leonard Skinner, guitarist, positive COVID, COVID test cancel shows. Okay. Um, I wonder what about ZZ Top? They said the show must go on, or the show will go on. Crime historian conducts dig for D.B. Cooper case evidence. Well, you know, that guy is um, young enough to still be alive, you know. Um, um, Jimmy Carter is alive and he's 91. Not speaking so clearly, but um, um, the woman I saw interview him on PBS last was able to uh, um, explain what he meant. Um, maybe it was a rehearsed conversation. Um, 91 is 91. He's doing better than the last old person, last person I saw that age in Galveston. Rice, pizza, noodle, ices, okay. Instant noodles are from, um, okay. I don't know where they're from. Um, but they're, um, the Koreans, the Korean Navy gives instant noodles to other, other ships when they, uh, refuel or resupply at sea uh, because um, people in the Korean armed forces, Koreans in the Korean armed forces uh, like instant noodles. Um, I don't know how bad their chow is. I know that on the aircraft carrier the food was so bad I learned to eat, eat white rice and the coffee was so bad I learned to drink tea. Um, I don't think I was a big coffee drinker and I do believe that many um, um, coffee drinkers are drinking it for the milkshake, for the sugar and the cream they put in it or for the sugar they put in it. I know that my dad used to drink coffee black and he used to drink two liters first thing in the morning. Um, Texans, this is the NFL team. Texans, quarterbacks, sex assault cases, highlight concerns amid hash, me too. Um, Thai police fire tear gas at protest over COVID response. The President of the United States is going to take a uh, vacation, his first summer getaway. Um, 
Okay, still going through the um, through the news. Tokyo Olympics cost 15.4 billion. Um, I don't know how if uh, um, if um, um, skateboarding is here to stay. Um, I don't know if they want to make changes to the equestrian events. This one woman came in almost at the bottom because she couldn't get her horse to jump, and she had metal. She was she's German, and she had metal in the previous Olympics. Um, let me get Reuters and see if they got any Olympic news. Like I said, I'm always interested in the um, marathon most of all, and I like track and field. This uh, Pakistani was. Uh, Pakistani man was scheduled or, or was expected to win the gold medal in um, um, throwing the javelin and he could throw it over 83 meters and I didn't know this but they have like um, six tries um, um, the first round eliminates the some of the bottom people. There's this uh, picture of, of Greece and it's uh, just all lit up with fire um, on Reuters. Japan to douse flame of Olympics transformed by pandemic and drama. I know that I believe that the end of the Olympics used to be with the uh, um, marathon runner running into uh, for a second year in a row tens of thousands of motorcycle enthusiasts are not expected to let COVID-19 stop them from their annual gathering in Sturgis, South Dakota. On Saturday, the first weekend of the rally, crowds of bikers, most of whom were not wearing masks, could be seen on city traffic cameras walking and riding down the streets. Bikers are attending the 10-day annual Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota's Black Hills despite a spike in COVID-19 infections, hospitalizations, and deaths driven by the Delta variant. Last year, South Dakota made the controversial decision to hold the rally in August and months later, a surge in COVID-19 cases was linked to the Sturgis Rally. The 81st annual biker rally, which runs from August 6th through the 15th, puts this isolated town on the map for one weekend every year with concerts, rides, and competitions that include a beard and mustache contest, poker tournament, and tattoo contest. Yeah, I would say... Uh... California's Dixie Fire on Friday became the largest blaze in the U.S. and the third largest in California history, according to media reports. Raging for three weeks, it has ripped through some 400,000 acres. It exploded again overnight on Thursday, reportedly destroying the mostly evacuated town of Canyon Dam. Burnt-out cars, buildings, and debris now scatter the area as a smoky... Allison Felix has become the most decorated American track and field athlete in Olympics history by capturing gold as part of the women's 4x400 meter relay team on Saturday. The win brought Felix's overall Olympic medal count to 11, surpassing the legendary American Carl Lewis.
Felix, who started her Olympic career as a teenager, is only the third track and field athlete to win a medal at five different games. But her biggest challenge came off the track, when in 2018, she gave birth to her daughter via an emergency C-section, after medical complications required the baby to be born at 32 weeks. In a statement after the race, Felix told reporters, quote, I think all of us in the team have achieved a lot in the individual events, and I wanted to be able to run with these women and to win gold with them. 35-year-old Felix won bronze in her last individual Olympic race, the 400 meters on Friday, which also made her the most decorated woman in the sport. A Colt single-action revolver with a seven-and-a-half-inch barrel is going on the auction block in Los Angeles. It's over 140 years old, but its real value, according to Bonham's Auction House, is its story involving one of the most notorious outlaws in U.S. history. This is the gun that killed Billy the Kid. It's one of the best documented antique firearms of the American West. We've estimated it at $2 million to $3 million, and it's going on the auction block on August 27th at Bonham's. Bonham says the revolver has been on both sides of the law. It belonged to Billy's gang before it was confiscated by a sheriff, Pat Garrett. Garrett later tracked the outlaw down to a ranch in New Mexico and shot him. It's a gun that was in the hands of both an outlaw and a lawman. And a lawman, again, then used it to kill the outlaw. So to have that kind of provenance, to have that sort of very clear chain of ownership is unusual. It's a great story. People are still fascinated by it 140 years later. Also up for auction, a double-barrel shotgun that Billy the Kid used to escape from a courthouse in New Mexico. Bonham says it expects a lot of interest in the revolver. If it goes for $2 million or more, it will become the most expensive American antique firearm ever sold in the U.S. You're up to date. You're up to date. Okay. Let's see what's on Google. Um, sorry I didn't review my um, Google News feed, but my... Uh, um, PC takes forever to boot up. I have thought about converting it or putting Java on it, and um, I'm gonna go talk to a guy about buying a Java package before I leave here because it's walking distance from here. Neanderthals population might have declined due to sex with humans. Okay, so they got bred out of existence. Tropical Atlantic is coming back to life just in time for peak hurricane season. There was a movie about the uh, Gulf Stream stopping, and now they're trying to say that. Uh, um, I mean, they just show the pictures, and um, the uh, temperature is changing, and so is the Gulf Stream, and. Gulf Stream is critical to uh, the central United States and uh, Canada for uh, the um, moisture and the temperature. Um, they grow a lot of uh, um, wheat and rape up in um, Saskatchewan and Manitoba 
And, um, I mean, I think it's the Great Plains and says Saskatchewan offhand. I can't remember which one is west. So the Canadians always used to hate it when you didn't know the details of, uh, of their country. Um, so excuse me for my blather. Um, the name of my new podcast, new podcast is Your Man in Riyadh. Um, and I wish, because I'm moving to Riyadh this week. Um, so, um, the end. This is Omar WHA. Primary mission is to entertain secondary is to um, instruct and it's 5 or 6:14 a.m. Arabian Standard Time I know it's almost uh, 40 outside and it's supposed to be 46 today